0: This is the A to Z Podcast. Zach Jackson, Andre Knott, at Akron Jackson, at Dre Knott, on most of your favorite social media networks. Facebook.com slash a to Z Podcast, A to z podcast.com Shouts as always to Scene, to the honeymoon girl, to American Fireworks. It is American Fireworks season. This Saturday they'll be at Barberton Speedway for fireworks night. Next Saturday, the Portage Lakes, one of the best shows of the year. They're always open at AmericanFireworks.com. That's where you get the coupons. And get your fireworks online or go there in Hudson and tell them A to Z sent you. You got your July 4th plans ready, buddy?
1: Yeah, I'll actually be in Kansas City and uh, Baltimore, but I am planning to go see our great friends uh, to get some fireworks for my neighborhood. As you know, about two, three years ago, we had a blowout. Now my neighbors expect me to go to American Fireworks and take care of them. So uh, they're all putting in the $100 around my little circle. And I will be making that trip to take care of uh, my neighborhood, even though I won't be there, because that's how great they are.
0: Hey, listen, guys, uh, we appreciate your input, um, your loyalty, your listening, you're spreading the word. We know there was an audio issue last time. We know that because you guys told us. Um, apparently, for once, it wasn't my fault. Now, that does not absolve me of blame, and it does not mean it won't happen again. But... Uh, we have very, really smart people that have tried to help us out here uh, and idiot-proof it even by my standards. So hopefully <laughs> hopefully it's all good. We apologize. We know that bad audio can ruin uh, a good podcast, and we hate that that happened. So just know that we're aware of it, and we hope you're listening loud and clear. If you missed our enlightening conversation last time, we dabbled in. Most embarrassing moments for the Browns, Panera Bread, the NBA draft. So it was a typical A to Z, pretty much.
1: Yeah, pretty typical. Uh, he's trying. We are trying to get through it. We appreciate you listening. As we say that, shout out to Andy, who I just met at the hospital. Uh, he grew up in Hudson uh, and knows the CFO. There's nothing like me waking up after about two and a half hours of sleep. So I go to Rainbow's uh, Children's Baby Babies and Children's Hospital. Uh, I'm MCing an event for Corey Kluber. I'm barely awake. I'm drinking coffee. And it's, it's a real cool event, what Kluber's doing and what his family and him and his wife are doing. And literally a guy comes up to me, Andy, and he goes, hey, man, great podcast. And I just like, and I whip my head around. I'm like, are we allowed to talk about that here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, thanks. He goes, yeah, I work here. It's cool. And he goes, I grew up with the CFO. And I go, well, I'm sorry about your luck. Jeez, you need to pick me up. So shout out to Andy. Thanks for the kind words uh, this morning uh, to a man that barely had slept. Uh, you know, it's uh, there's a couple different topics, a couple different ways for me to go right now. Um, let's get a baseball moment out of the way. How about?
0: Well, I, I could start with that. Um, I okay. have a personal announcement, if you don't mind. Um, oh, give it to us. Yeah, just make sure everybody's listening. Make sure the audio's good. Um, the other day, I uh, added Jason Kittness to my fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's something wrong. <laughs>
0: so even though I was um, long in bed,
1: <laughs>
0: shout out to Kip. We go way back, me and him.
1: Uh, you sound like my buddy Rob. Shout out to Rob. I uh, just had surgery, and, and he was in on his bed uh, last night. We were texting back and forth. Indians um, are in a good place right now. You know, baseball's weird. Uh, it's not like football. It's not like basketball. Uh, I heard Anthony Lima and his – I heard Anthony Lima show this morning, and he was going at Indian fans or just fans in general. Um, the one thing I've always said and the one thing I'll always stand by is baseball is unlike any other sport. You can't get too high, too low. Um, the, the, I mean, just look at – I talked to Jason Kipnis about this last night. Just look at the difference of the lineup from the last time they played Kansas City to this time. Three of the guys that started the last time they played Kansas City aren't even in the organization anymore. Um, it's still a long season. There's still a lot of questions that need to be answered. For all those people that were down on ownership and cutting money, I totally get it. Uh, yeah, I, that's a frustrating way to be a fan, but at some point in time, you got to cut off, you, you got to cut out attacking the the, the owner, um, and just go and enjoy a good, base, a fun baseball team. And for the last month, month and a half, they've been a fun baseball team. They got one of the best records in baseball in the month of June. Uh, you can't kill. You can be mad at the owner, hate the owner, but you cannot disrespect what the guys that they've hired have done. I am, I'm personally, like, I'm a guy that goes to spring training. I'm the guy on the last podcast that told you I wasn't excited about Brown's training camp because I do training camps and spring trainings in my sleep. And I'm blown away by seeing what all these young guys have came up and what they've been able to do and how they've gone about the process of preparing these young guys. Um, I think it's going to be a fun summer. I don't know if they can catch Minnesota, but I don't think Minnesota's going to And I've said this all along. I don't think Minnesota's going to play at, at a 600-clip all season long. It's very difficult yeah. to play at the clip they've played at for three months. So what was it?
0: Two, what was it, two and a half and a half weeks ago when the Indians played the twenty twenty 20 Maybe not that long?
1: Yeah. When they, they took ago, the three yes.
0: from them when this stretch of good baseball started, right? I'm not making that up. My, my brain is clear. Here. No,
1: you're not making it up. So and I think that's the best part.
0: It, well, I was listening um, to, to to one of those games. Tom Hamilton said something that made me about drive off the road. He said that coming into that series, the Twins had a plus 42 home run di- di- differential.
1: So yeah. you don't
0: need to be real smart to know that that's not, not sustainable, right? You don't need, you don't need a fancy right. spreadsheet. Um, now, credit no, to them. No. And, and across the league, balls are flying out of parks like, like crazy. Uh, it's, a good, it's, a, it's a good to win games is to hit the ball out of park. But you just got to believe that that's not sustainable. Well, that's not to say the Indians will catch, catch them, right? Uh, but that's right. not sustainable.
1: Well, that's not to say, the other. you know, and I'll say this, whether they catch the Twins or not, I said this on the air and I'll stand by it. As long as are six to seven games over 500 and they can they can kind of coat, not coast, but they can kind of hang right around there and they're there right now, they're going to have a chance. Now, the debate of, you know, do you go all in for a wild card? Uh, that's debatable. And, you know, that, that's truly debatable. Uh, but I will say this, and after watching Detroit and Kansas City, I'd rather go for a wild card than sit on my laurels and think that we can just wait till next year. Uh, Next year is not guaranteed. We've seen wild card teams go out after one game. We've seen wild card teams win the world series. Mm -hmm. Um, As long as you got Francisco Lindor, you better go all in and try to win a world series because there's not many like him. We all know what's what comes at the end of the rainbow per se. Um, I guess. Hey, I'm just glad we have something to talk about. I was down as everybody else. They were hard to watch in April. They were hard to watch in May. I had words that made people put tags on our podcast. saying talking about bad baseball, even though a bad baseball team, even though I didn't say it. You um, didn't need to. So, <laughs> no, I mean I didn't, but I, but I was also honest, uh, and I'm being honest here. Uh, let's and here's the other thing about baseball. Last thing I'll say about this: you brought up Kipnis, and I know a lot of people have been down on Jose. Guys that have played for more than four or five years. And I know it's cliche when we hear managers say it. It's not like football where it's just like, a, it's not like they end up getting their numbers one way or the other. And both Kipnis and Jose have been notorious, very hot, very cold players. If you look at their history, a couple of years, three years ago, I think Kipnis had 50 hits in one month. You know, he was and, and he didn't end the season hitting 340, but he ended up getting his numbers because he had an unbelievable month of bang. Uh, we've seen it with Jose, his first couple times up. He couldn't, hit out, he couldn't hit to save his life the first, the first two times he got called up. But when he did get called back up a couple of Augusts ago, back in 2015, he became the team's best player for the last two months of the season. Um, so I know it's hard to think of, and I know it's hard to remember. I know when you get two hours of sleep and you've been at Florida all weekend long and you've got no money in the bank and you've got to do a radio show, all you can do is bitch about them. But baseball's different, and you have to patiently talk about it um, one way or the other. And I know that's not fun. I know that's not how the world works. I know on Twitter, it's, it's better to just sit and make one strong comment and tell everybody to fuck off. That's not how the game works, unfortunately. Um, let me ask you this. You asked me the question last, last podcast Was I excited about Brown's training camp? And it I, I wasn't the wet blanket, but I said, Sure, but you know, I just don't need all the hoopla. What are your, what's your. Are you excited about the All Star weekend and the, <laughs> like, all the stuff that comes along with it? Like, yeah. out of the three days. Like, the Sunday they have the um, Futures game. Monday they have the home run hitting contest. Tuesday they have the all-star game. Out of those three things, which one would be the hardest for me to get you to come out to – which one would be the easiest for you to, me to get you to come out soon?
0: Well, you know how I feel about crowd, so I'm coming to none of the above. However, it's funny you ask <laughs> um, because I was think- thinking I was going to bring that up to you on today's podcast. Uh, and, and, and honestly, before I go on, shits to all our friends in radio, um, we, we listen, we nitpick, sometimes we bring it here. Like, we know we know how hard it is not to fill four or five hours of hours. <laughs> right? No doubt. <laughs> My God. No doubt. Um, you know, Dre, I would say for me... There's no buzz, and I have felt little from the people I talk to. I I got maybe going back four to six weeks, some texts from friends who looked up and tried to thought they were going to buy home run derby tickets and bring their their kids. And like, oh my god, this is outrageous. Um, otherwise, you know, I I just I just haven't followed it. I've watched more college baseball than major league baseball. I listen to the Indians. I track the Indians. I just haven't watched it a ton, and um. I I always watch the Home Run Derby. and a matter of fact, an old teacher of mine about a week ago started sending out some texts uh, saying he'd like to cook some wings and have everybody over for the Home Run Derby, so I'm looking forward to that. I would say many years I have made sure I've paid attention to the Futures game because I think that's a cool cool thing that they do. I do too. Um, I do too. You know, I'll say this. Uh, Last year I met some friends at the bar for the All-Star game for the first few innings casual hangout blah 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 uh but i was home and home and been i had to find out about josh Hader the next next day (laughs) Uh, and (laughs) that's kind of how it's been it's such the dead period on the sports calendar you know those those days surrounding the game are the only time that that there's not a major sport being played you know uh especially now that the nba plays on christmas there's just so few days like that um (laughs) so i would say and I'm fully cognizant that it's still two weeks out, so I would say I don't feel much buzz in Northeast Ohio. But I would say I'm also probably the wrong person to ask, especially at this time of year where I go into full cocoon slash pontoon. Mode. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I would say if you drove through downtown Cleveland, that would change your mind. As you just see, they all. I've seen the some of the photos;
0: they look great, but I just haven't done that.
1: No, I get. No, I got you. Um, and I'll be honest, because like I've been weird about it too. The closer it gets, up, the more excited I am. Um, I, you know, I've been to a couple NBA All-Star weekends, and I went to a dunk contest once, and it was it made me hate the dunk contest just because live, it's not nearly as sexy as it is on TV. Uh, just because of the constant commercial breaks, the constant just listen, it's like going to a bad concert basically. Like you just hear a bunch of music, and every once in a while, somebody comes out and dunks. And I know baseball is a little bit different. And I, I just saw, as much as I love the home run hitting contest, as much as I would love to be in the corner and watch it, and I might, and I still might, there's a good chance that I may be there for the home run hitting contest. I have a feeling that you're going to have to carry me out of, I'm going to have to call Ryan Isley to drive me around um, as my Uber driver, because I feel like I'll be in the corner for eight hours and eating drinks, 16, 17 beers, probably what they want. Um, and I don't want to embarrass myself. The Futures game is—I think it's played at like six thirty-seven o'clock—and I'll actually be back in Cincinnati. And if I didn't have kids, if, if I was single, I would rush back with the team and go right to the ballpark and go watch the Futures game. I think the Futures game is neat. Uh, I like the whole idea. I like how they put it together. Um, uh, you know, I, I just—I'm—I'm I'm big on it. I like—I just like watching young talent play at a big league park. Uh, and a lot of some of these guys that you see today played in that game. Um, and part three, I don't think there's any way in hell you'll see me at the you'll see me at the game on Tuesday, even though I'm gonna be working, uh, knock on wood for Fox 8. I'm working on some stuff that you'll see in their pregame coverage and things like that. Uh, I don't like the All Star game is just ass eh, to me. Mm-hmm. And as I said that, but, and as I've been thinking that, guess who in my household wants to go all out of nowhere? My wife. <laughs> out of nowhere, she's like, "Sir, we're gonna go to the All Star game," and I'm like you gotta be shipping me no i'm like really
0: <laughs> yeah i'm
1: like really she's like well it'd be something cool it'd be something different and i'm just going and in my head i'm like eh, okay i guess um i will say this it's not my thing to announce but i would keep my ears to the ground uh if you're into the scene uh i believe uh, Monday night will be a very cool night after the home run inning contest. If you're into that type of thing um, and you like to be by pools and water, there's something really cool that's going to be announced over the next couple of days. That's all I'm allowed to say. has nothing to do with me uh, or Zach, but if you're into the scene, uh, put your put your coins together, put them to the side. There's going to be a cool announcement about something that's coming that night.
0: So your regular STO Indians job, you you don't have any, uh, Monday, Tuesday responsibilities.
1: No, no, but I'm now, um, I'm not an employee of Fox eight channel eight locally. Uh, but I'll be working for them and I may attend some of the parties that STO is having. Ah. Uh, but, We'll see. We'll, and I, don't even, I can't even guarantee that will happen. I remember, one, <laughs> I remember
0: one time I was at Fox, and I covered the NHL All-Star Game interview session, and then I found out the next day there was a party for Fox employees that I didn't get invited to. Story of my life. Anyway.
1: Um... That's, that's funny. You, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's funny you say that. So yesterday, we're sitting in the, in the ballpark, and, and Matt and Rick go to me, hey, did you get the email about the parties? And I was like, no, what are you talking about? So, in total Andre Zach mode, I emailed the person. They said they got the email from it. I was like, hey, it's nice that everybody got invited to the party, but me, <laughs> guess what I got this morning? An email and an invite to the party. So it wasn't just you, Zach. And the person said, oh, we did, I must have sent it to a different email. I'm like, yeah, right.
0: Do you have to be 55 inches tall to story, get in or I don't. not? Yeah,
1: whatever. Never mind. You can't be from Akron, obviously. <laughs> I, there's, a lot of other, there's a lot of other things I Yeah, you know what, I'll say was. this
0: I, I've seen the headlines uh, on scene and elsewhere About the bars that got permission to stay open
1: Yeah
0: um, That That's probably as much thought as I gave to the All-Star game Because I thought, well, that makes, it's weird It's a Monday, it'd be a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday But it does make sense because I guess You would think the guys come in right Sunday night from their games, right? And, yes.
1: well, yeah, everybody will get in Sunday night
0: yeah, and I would imagine it does. And look, I mean, July in Cleveland—knock on wood—it should be good, right? It should no, be, be good. Good weather, and,
1: and I wish good. I wish I could tell. Yeah, I wish I could tell everybody what's going to be on the night of the home run hitting contest because it actually got me excited. It made me feel like I was Anthony Lyon before. Man. All
0: right, one more question. <laughs> Thank you. One more question. Okay, are you calling it the home run hitting contest on purpose, or are you just call it that instead of the home run derby?
1: Uh, I just, I'm, you know, I, you know, I don't pronounce or say anything right. Well, I, I just, it's like the third or
0: fourth time you said it, so I just was, I was kind of curious.
1: Nah, you know what? And working on radio for so long and not being allowed to say Super Bowl with uh, you know, Super <laughs> bowl
0: show—the <laughs> dumbest shit ever. I right?
1: Mo- <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm being honest. I do mock all the names of things because yeah. half the time you'll get in trouble for it. Ask KNR and, and about Buffer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I
0: mean, ask me. I still call Jacobs Field, so whatever.
1: <laughs> I, You know what? I've almost done that on the air about 15 times. It is Jacob Field to me. No offense to Progressive. It's just it, – it is what it is. It, it is – it's Jacob Field. It's the Jake.
0: It is. It's the Jake. It's the Jake. Um, okay, shifting gears here. Uh, what did I want to talk about besides baseball? Well, a lot of things. Um, <laughs> all right, so NBA free agency um, – yeah. as we record this today is what the 24 yeah the 25th as we record this uh i think they tried to move it you know they moved it up 6 hours or whatever into the 30th i think um it's worth examining the whole structure and adopting it, although i know this is all collectively bargained adopting the nfl structure where free agency comes before the draft i, I believe they should do that yeah. um it just makes it awkward i i know the things they do like the Cavs introduced two of the rookies the other day and couldn't introduce the third because of their ancient trade rules that were nothing yeah. official. It's like dumb. It's like, guys, it's not Go the on. 80s anymore, right? We all know what's going on. so dumb. Um, I guess, I guess you know, obviously injuries have shaken things up, and I, and, I, and I believe specifically in an instance where the Cavs may, may have an opportunity to trade Kevin Love. I believe the parity and the, the perception that it's open – should lead more teams to be aggressive and be willing to say, hey, we know we're not getting Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard. only one team is, but we are going to follow that Raptors model and that that move we've been sitting on, we're going to not be afraid to make it right now because we feel like there's no favorite to win the title next year. Do you, do you feel like that I'm, I'm accurate with that?
1: No. Yeah, I think the Kawhi Leonard thing is, is great. I think it should make more. Didn't we talk about this when the Eagles won the Super Bowl? How when the Eagles went to the gusto, when everybody else was kind of like, "What are you doing?" How it kind of changed the NFL a little bit when they saw them actually win the Super Bowl. When they, you know, I, I think this is great for pro sports. Period. Uh, what we saw uh, with Kawhi uh, in Toronto, and you know what? Let, let's be honest. I think you and I have hit on this. And the Browns are a part of this too. We can talk about building for a future all we want, but how many times do you truly really see a true build for the future play all the way out yeah. in any sport? You, if you think you've got a chance and you're close, go for it. You brought up Kevin of Love, and I, and I, somebody else said this, and I read this somewhere, um, and I'm not trying to get rid of him or, or be negative towards the Cavs. And it may have been Channing Frye, and, and we're going to have more Channing Frye around uh, very soon. I'm not allowed to talk about that yet either. But I think Channing Frye tweeted it or said it, or, and I tend to agree with this 100%. All we need to just see. Let's see the Cavs just trade into Portland and find a tra- and I know Portland just gave up our favorite, uh, Blazer, former Buckeye. But wouldn't it be fun to see Kevin go home basically and play for that Portland team and that they'd be able to keep their other two stars and have him as their third star? I would like that for Portland, I really would.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, here's where I, I stand with the Cavs and Kevin Love and Kevin Love in general. Um, Kevin Love is a unique player and he can help a team win, he can help the Cavs win a bunch more games, he can be somebody's, I think, perfect third wheel on the big three concepts, right? That's fair to say. Um, mm-hmm. The reality is the Cavs, uh, for stupid, reactionary reasons, gave him a bloated contract. Kevin Love is an older player, and Kevin Love has an injury history. So do I think the Cavs should absolutely move on from Kevin Kevin given where they are and given where how far away they need to be? Yes. However, I think you have to accept that you're going to get almost pennies on the dollar certainly not anywhere near fair value in in a uh from a talent standpoint just because of that i mean a team that trades for kevin love will be able in july or august september whenever it would happen to say we we have our big three we have enough offense to go think that we can win this thing however that team has to keep in mind that he's has a long injury history that he is on the wrong side of 30 and you know that he makes a shit ton of money. I mean, just... Yeah. And, I, and I'm and i kind of immune to this, but Jerry, but I meant to talk about this on the last podcast. I mean, th- this is not to blame it. This is where we are. When you see Harrison Barnes opt out of $25 million, and this yeah, Al Horford fascination, my God. I loved Al Horford in college. He was on an excellent team. Al Horford has had a yeah. really good NBA career. I mean, guys, when is he ever been the driving force to make his team win anything and what what would make you think that i mean that my that florida team i'm talking about was in 2006 he's old my goodness what is going on here
1: i i hate getting the guy's pockets and and talk because you know the money is dictated by the league not by by zach or andre but i when i saw him jump out from 31 million dollars i was like wait a minute are you kidding me? Like, yes. uh, like, uh, but that's where it's at nowadays. And and let's just throw away everything I just said about building for the future. But for the Cavs, you're right. They won't get, the, the way you said it was perfect. They won't get the worth if they were to trade him to Portland. But they ain't going to the playoffs in the next two years or going to the, you know. Like, so, building for the future is, is baloney. But in the Cavs' situation, it's not baloney to me. <laughs> like, they, they have no choice. They, they don't have enough, they don't have enough horses. And until they get the three horses, and I don't even know if they got one horse yet, they may, they may have one and a half horses. Um, to me, you just get assets until you find the first horse to build around, right?
0: Yeah, no, I think everybody agrees that they're still in asset collection mode. Um, and there are valid questions about how the smaller guards might fit or will they work out, right? Um, who will be here? Right. It just, as I said last time, you got to be line to develop young guys and, and be kind of the adult in the room for a team that is, is going to have some more tough years. But it's okay um, because this is just the process of the NBA. And, you know, if you can get a young player for Kevin Love, um, I, th- I think you absolutely do it and you accept that it's not going to be an all-star. It just might be a guy who becomes a foundational piece. And I think Kevin Love gets a chance to cl- to play for titles in, in career to kind of re-rate um, you know, the, 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 thing we talked about that, that, you know, LeBron got a big contract and, and yes, my love was awesome in 2016. I'm not taking that away, but that he's right. always been injury right. prone and that, you know, during his time in, in Minnesota, uh, they just, just didn't, they, they, they just Kevin love put up video, video gamers and they just flat out stunk. So, right. uh, except, right. I I don't know that it'll happen because I think Kobe and in all involved will hesitate on what could be the backlash of, oh, my gosh, that's all you got for Kevin Love. But I just think that's the most important thing is that's the reality of the situation.
1: No, no doubt. Um, Let's touch on Kyrie Irving. I've stated, I think, on this podcast, and I'll state again, I don't hate Kyrie Irving. Um, I think that shot that he made, and I'll be honest, a championship shot and everything else, and, and I guess, and I've told this story a little bit on our podcast before, and I don't like making this a part of why I feel a certain way about people, but when you cover people and you get to know them, uh, especially when they still haven't been tarnished by the money and the league and everything else, uh, I'm not saying you pull for them because I, I do pull for him. I, I like watching great players play. Um, he's weird as shit. But I, d- I did meet him the day he was drafted by the Cavs. I was with him the second day he was with the Cavs and went to a hospital – and went around. We rode the van together. Like we spent a good 24, 48 hours, 48 hours in the NBA. Uh, I did a bunch of stuff around him and with him, and I did some stuff with Pepsi with him. Um, and he was a little standoffish at times, but he was always pretty genuine with me. We weren't best friends. We weren't anything like that. Um, but he needs a doctor to check his head. And the reality, are you talk about the money that blows you away. It blows me away that that you have these unbelievably talented athletes or p and i know this happens in every realm of life but like if zach if you uh, i'll put it in our terms if i have a bad go at one job and i'm like see i just can't stand living in, in doyle's town these people are crazy they you know this city's not built for me and then i go to a town that i say is perfect for me and i work and two years later i say z this town is shit i i can't like, at some point in time, she, as my friend, has to say, hey, Dre, why don't you look in the mirror, man? You're saying the same shit you said yeah. when you were in Doylestown, right? Yeah. Like, where are people around Kyrie right now to be like, hey, man, and look, I, as a, as an African-American man in 2019, the last fucking place I want to take my family and live is Boston. So if we have any listeners in Boston, God bless you. Konnichiwa. I ain't moving there, ever. <laughs> and I ain't bringing my kids. And so Kyrie knock on not, wake up. Most African American athletes haven't had the greatest time in Boston. I know they love Bill Russell, but they still call him Edwards. That's just how it works in Boston. And it's not about Boston. Screw you guys. You guys enough yeah, to you should, know, kiss my ass.
0: I, I thought a few months back Adam Silver silver assistant got a lot of people up the back. I think it took balls for to day it. Um but I but I believe it's true. When when he said that just because of the culture of the NBA Culture of of the youngness person um, that more guy, more guys are able than ever, and it, it is just it it yep. just staggers you when you hear that, right? I mean, Kyrie Irving has yeah. all the money in the world, right? Kyrie Irving currently has, has NBA by the balls because he's picking his next destination. But you're right. If my job and my family was at stake on that max contract, I was about to hand out to Kyrie Irving, and I'm speaking for all 30 teams right here, right now. I would be not real comfortable with how that was going to go because he's a legitimate. No, <laughs> you know, yeah. And
1: that's, listen, that's, seriously, and, how do you go? In the, how do you go to the owner's office and say we're going to give him two hundred million dollars? Yeah. And
0: and and mental health issues are real, and there are people of yeah. all ages and backgrounds and demographics that appear to be successful, happy that aren't. Right. I'm I'm not trying to go down that road. You're right. Uh, but no. I can also say, safely, not offensively. Kyrie Irving's a selfish wacko, and I don't want him sabotaging my franchise.
1: Ding, 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 ding. But I am intrigued about what he's doing, and I can't believe he's going to the Knicks. I'm with Andre Godala. We share the same name, same thought process. I just don't see anybody. And here's the thing. I keep hearing KD and and Kyrie to New York. And I've said this. I know I've said this in the podcast. I just don't see KD with how sensitive he is going to New York. I can't see how Kyrie, as sensitive as he is and awkward and different as he is going to New York. I, I mean, but, so, but if it happens, I'm here for that press conference. I, we know we ain't going to see him <laughs> play together for like
0: that. <laughs> hey, you know, the NBA, exactly a, I, I mentioned earlier about the dates and the attention, and I thought they've lost some of the, the craziness because it's so tied to July 4th over the last few years. But they're going to own the sports calendar, aren't they? I mean, people are going to be checking. Yes, sir. Yeah, sure. Um, Yes, sir. And I I am not a doctor. I do not know what did or didn't happen with KD. My feeling, and this is just my feeling, is that he probably, given that he's a year rehab, will sign another one year with the Warriors. However, if there's legit beef with that medical staff, here we go. I mean, he obviously could just about pick his destination. And um, really smart people, really plugged in people have been saying Brooklyn – for him and Kyrie yeah. now for for several weeks right so right. Um, you know stuff everything gets blown up in this day and age and not these guys are right but there there are guys in our business that have a track record of of leading you throwing the breadcrumbs out and shoving you along the trail right and uh mm-hmm. that certainly would be intriguing and like I said I I I know how the NBA has thrived on the star driven and the only a few teams can, can win it type thing. But I I think it's good for the league that right now, five days from free agency and two weeks removed from Toronto winning it all that there are 15 plus teams saying, why couldn't 2020 be our year? I think that's a good thing all the way through.
1: I, I think this is awesome. I think it's, um, it's it, look. Every league wants this. We talked a few podcasts ago about baseball, how baseball just isn't going to be able to move the meter uh, much further. They're going to be one of the big three sports, but it's going to be third because they don't have that train. That that train. I mean, look, you're, you're watching the college world series. It's unbelievable that Michigan is able to beat Vanderbilt. I mean, think about that in any other college sport. You have an unranked team already up one game over Vanderbilt, who I believe came into the tournament fourth overall in the country. Um and Vanderbilt's been is, is a is a baseball college baseball power. And nobody even is blown away that Michigan wins. Yeah, I think most people see Michigan wins and they're oh, yeah, it's Michigan. Did you know a Big Ten team hasn't won the college World Series since like sixty six? Yes. Or like something crazy like that. Um but my point is the average fan doesn't care. But I everybody can break down the college basketball teams, college football teams. Uh but the NBA has found a way to, as you said, they're gonna win a month that they're not even gonna play a game in. Uh, you know, you'll get a couple games in Vegas with the Rookie League. That's a joke. But the NBA is going to win July and August. Uh, and, and baseball has its midseason classic is what they call it. Like, think about it. Baseball is going to be have its trade deadline. And I think there will be more talk and more of us on, on podcasts and everywhere else talking about where Kyrie is doing, what KD is up to. Um, it's an intriguing offseason. Can the Lakers get more than, than LeBron and, and AD? What do the Warriors do knowing that they got to try to get Clay back that may try to get KD back? and really have a throwaway season of Steph Curry. And let's be honest, Steph Curry's ankles aren't the greatest, and there's no guarantee that he's going to be able to – like, I just think him upholding his greatness is going to be tougher than it will be for a lot of other players because of his size, because of his injury history. So do they get creative and try to do something? Um, this is a, an unbelievable offseason. We know the pettiness and, the, and the, the people you can find on Twitter. Um, this is going to be fun. This is, this is going to be a very, very interesting offseason um, because you have – you, have that, you know what, let's be honest. LeBron, and we knew we know this already, LeBron has run how many summers? NBA summers. You know what, he's going to year 15, 16? Well, and yeah, he's mean, like at least going
0: summers. back to 2010, he's run a good number of NBA summers.
1: Right, sure. he's run them. And this is the first time where he's generation, he's X, he's X out, right? Like, he's not the most important thing anymore. It's no longer his league, to be completely honest. Uh, he's a part of it, but he's no longer, he has the stranglehold and he may get it again this year because of the injuries and things of that nature. But this is KD. This, is I thought, was going to be the summer where it became KD's league. Um, and it's kind of going to be KD and Kyrie's league. Well, uh, let me challenge you on the
0: it's not LeBron's summer part. Because so far it is. They're, they got Anthony Davis, right? Um, yeah, yeah. It's clear the Lakers are a complete shit show. And Rich and LeBron are running them. <laughs> so... Um, You know, we will see what happens, uh, but, you know, shoot, going back two months ago, we talked about this younger generation of free agent, this emerging superstar, you know, do they want to play with LeBron, given the maintenance, given where he is in his career, given the mess that the Lakers are, you know, guys want to live in L.A., guys do live in L.A., guys love L.A., and playing for the Lakers still holds an amount of prestige I think no a thousand doubt. times more than playing for the Knicks does, because I think there's a few white sports writers still trying to hold them to the Knicks matter. Right. And, and not many you know, other people.
1: No, play, no, player that, no player that matters knows what it's like for the Knicks to win. Yes. Like, you know, like, let's be honest, they know, but these kids grew up on Kobe and, and they know the history. They don't know. Kate they don't know Patrick, even when the Patrick doing era, they never finished off with, the, you know, winning a championship. So I totally agree. You got the old white men in Greenwich that's are begging for. Yeah. For some, and you know, another thing
0: that's interesting is even dating back to before this Warriors run, Dre, the West was has been so top heavy most years. Right. And so yeah. free agency, you would look. And I mean, there was a reason LeBron stayed in the East for as long as he did. Right. He's, he's no dummy. Although I still think last year was dumb anyway. Um, <laughs> you know, now you look at the champs are in the East. They may or may not get Kawhi back. Um, the Sixers. Or appear to be really good for a long time. Giannis has what another year or two with the Bucks. So, uh, you know, the Celtics appear to be falling apart. They still got a nice young core. It's kind of wide open in there and maybe maybe somebody will look at the Lakers as the favorite or maybe that they could make, you know, Chris Middleton for example, that yeah. they could make the Lakers the favorite. I don't know. I still have to see that organization build and I still have to see, you know, kind of how it goes. Um Here's my old white man take on the whole thing as we head into it. If Kawhi leaves Toronto, that's bad for the league. It's just bad. Um, you know, it, it just is.
1: Ah, I'm fifty fifty on that.
0: Okay. Well,
1: I, well, well. In what phase is it bad? Because it's it's be bad. Have, you already had the best player. You already had the best player in the world. Bill on Bill a team after seven years and go to Miami, win a that's championship, correct. a couple championships there. Bell on them and go back home. But and he never left after a title.
0: He never left after a title. And...
1: He kind of left Miami after a title. I mean, it was well, year one year, removed, year I and then And saying. then
0: Cleveland two years. But I'm saying just... To me, it's still at some point got to be about winning. And they won the And they're, they're the champs and the team this. to but beat.
1: LeBron, I got you. But LeBron left Miami after going to... How many consecutive champs? Like three? He went to three championships. They went to the finals all four well.
0: years. They won two and lost two.
1: Yes. And he did the same thing in Cleveland. In his last his last contract, yeah, they went all four years. I, I I just I I hear what you're saying, but this is kind of where the link is at. I mean, LeBron has already kind of put it out there that I can play in a championship series and still leave you. Kevin Durant has already shown you that I can play in the Western Conference Finals and be up three one and leave you. So I I hear what you're saying, but to me, it's already there. Like, it's already like you, the lo- there is no loyalty. There's no loyalty from the teams. There's no loyalty from the players. And Kawhi, I think, I think Kawhi is the easiest guy to do this because we can make fun of his laugh and everything else. Nobody really knows his personality, so he doesn't get too close to anybody. Hell, he's falling asleep at a Blue Jays game the other day. He looked like you. All he needed was some nachos cheese on his, on his, on his, on his no. lapel. <laughs> I'd had cheese all <laughs> over my
0: face and shirt. <laughs>
1: I, no, I, you know, and I wholeheartedly get what you're saying. I'm not pushing what you're saying to the side. It's not a good look. It's not a good feel. I just feel like that's what the league is, unfortunately.
0: I And I know what you're saying there. I, I'm saying there still has to be some added value in winning and keeping that team together and defending a championship. And and right. more than anything, Dre, knowing that how to win. I mean, that team should be better. Siakam's just figuring basketball yeah. out, right? Right. Uh, and Anobi, who would have been a starter for them, missed the whole playoffs. Oh so he had a hurry or something. Right. Um. Right. You know, and, They could be good still is what you're saying. Yeah. I, and, and I agree And Kawhi can be a guy. Listen, Kawhi is going to be forever revered in Toronto, and this is going to be special because it's been going on 30 years since the Blue Jays were good. It is obviously the hockey yeah. capital of the world, and and from what I understand, the are McCall's Maple Leafs have not been good since the 90s, right? So in this, Right, right. And we know in today's sports society, one championship is what's it all about. Uh, any pro sport across the board. One, 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 right? Yeah, We've been waiting back to, yeah. 90 years for a Super Bowl here in Cleveland, right? Um, right. But I just think he can become a god by staying. And, and I think next year – and, and he can, you know, he's got to do what's best for him and his family and, and his legacy. But I think next year they lose in the Eastern Conference Finals. Then he goes to L.A. or wherever he goes. I think that's a lot more accepted by Toronto fans and, and just well, the league me, in general. That's what I think.
1: Let me, ask, let me ask you this, because I, I, I see where you're going with that, and I can feel it. But doesn't he have the, the out that he didn't choose to go to Toronto, he was traded there? In this, in putting this, He was put in this situation. He didn't ask for this situation. Like, where LeBron put himself in every situation that he's, that he's been in. KD has put himself in every situation he's been in. Kawhi just was hurt and didn't get along with Pop anymore, and they sent him to fucking Canada. <laughs> like, that's, the only, that's the only out I'll give Kawhi Leonard if he leaves. He didn't ask to be in Toronto. He was put there.
0: I mean, with that, Clutch should really hire you to do their PR, I think.
1: But, <laughs>
0: but I'm still not completely buying it. I, I'm nodding at you. You can't see me. I'm nodding at you on that. I'm not completely buying it. I'm saying it, it, it would be a bad day for the league if Kawhi shows up in a you. in a Nets jersey or a Clippers jersey or something over the next couple of weeks. I, I just I, – Well, I look
1: think. at it. I got you. But look at us two dummies. We start talking about free agency and we talk about the two weirdos and don't even talk about the best player available. <laughs> like, no. Nope. That's how screwed You're right. the league is right now. You're like, right. <laughs> like, and then I'm, I'm going to tell you this. Unbelievable.
0: About three days in, I'm going to be tired of it. But June 30th at seven o'clock, I'm going to be plugged to Twitter, right?
1: I'm going to be text messaging oh, yeah.
0: this person here, this person there. You
1: yeah, know, I, I am. No, I can't, wait till, I can't wait till Pete starts texting crazy on that thing. Yeah. So He's going be all over it. He's going to be sending us fake accounts, real accounts. Everything, motherfucking people. is it, gonna be great. <laughs> people, please block the fake
0: accounts. Just find them now and block them. Just don't. Do I it.
1: know. Yeah. Just... Think about what your life comes down to if you got to make a fake account to do that to somebody. Yeah. Really. Like, come on, man. You're talking. You're listening to jackasses, and that's the last thing you would ever. Exactly. Do. Well, maybe. <laughs> we
0: got ninety nine and a half problems.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Uh, let's do some congrats
0: and some, some congrats and some congrats and get out of here. Uh, no, I just hit you with that. So let me think of one. Oh, um,
1: I got, go ahead.
0: All right. So I want to say congrats to my brother who had a successful surgery, um, on his Achilles and is feeling a little bit better. Uh, Thank you to the people that I've talked to who have reached out and asked him. I know he appreciates all the tweets and the texts, too. But congrats to my brother who, against doctor's orders, decided to leave the apartment the other day and sprained his good ankle and ended up in the bushes.
1: Uh, That's a Jackson for you, boy. That is a Jackson for you. Um, I had a good one, and I've already forgot about it. Oh, congrats to the New York Mets and Mickey Calloway. Oh, boy. Yeah. What, a shit show, what a shit show you guys are running. Um, at some point in time, I'll go on more and further about my true feelings about all this, but congrats to Mickey Calloway and the New York Mets. Yeah. What a joke and what a desire. I am, I am so glad call.
0: you brought this up, and I'm going to detour from the segment for a minute. Um, guys, one thing I've learned in the Twitter era and going to The Athletic and, and all that is that there is a level of... Interest in sports writers and whatever, and in in the digital era, they have become more of their own characters than than everything else, right? Um, I right. have been maybe not directly, not a hundred percent anyway, certainly not, but I've been around these type of situations where it's awkward, it's tense. I mean, should I've covered every failed mm-hmm. Browns coach of the last two decades? No shit, right? Every <laughs> failed regime. Uh, I have seen this, and what it comes down to is these guys make a lot of money, and they have certain obligations. And, not, and just beyond that, they have certain obligations to represent them, themselves in the organization in a certain way. And I know it's high pressure. I know it's high stakes. I know, I, I know, I'm talking way beyond your required 45 minutes with the media to just avoid that because you can't win. You cannot win in that shit. You know, and yeah. I can't say no, I don't yeah. know Jason Vargas. I know he looks like a revolutionary war creature. Uh, I can't fault him for sticking up for his guy, but you just cannot let that situation get to that point.
1: Because... I do fault you for doing that. I do fault you because you got to be a per- I-, I hear what you're saying, but this ain't real fucking war. This ain't. This ain't. This is baseball. You're gonna pay millions of dollars. Being a good teammate and being, sticking up with somebody when that's the situation is not telling some nerdy writer you're going to fuck him up. You should fuck him up. You're a professional athlete. If he <laughs> right. fucks you up, then you really get a congrats of the week. Like, i, 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 I got to be careful with this because I know one of the persons, and I know a lot of you that, that listen to this podcast, a lot of people in this town, they think that he can walk on water, and so does he. Um, I know differently, and I'm not surprised by anything that's happening there is all I'll say.
0: Yeah, uh, it's interesting. He's, he,
1: he's not the guy that everybody's made him out. Well, never mind. Hey, the truth is, the truth is, There's how many managers in baseball? How many, how many teams lose every night? How many times do questions get asked that you don't like? Um, you have to hold yourself to a higher situation, whether it was Bush Davis, whether it was Romeo Cornell, whether it's been Freddie Kitchens, whether it's been Hugh Jackson, who you couldn't stand. And he probably couldn't stand half of you guys Even though you saw his ass crack And didn't make fun of him And show it like everybody else would There is a part of professionalism That we all have to hold And as I told Tito yesterday I wish one of his motherfuckers would try to hit me Because I would get right up in his fucking face And I would say hit me right here Because you about to pay for my kid's college
0: <laughs> <laughs> He, just, you know he just dropped a wish a motherfucker would I think this podcast is over
1: <laughs> Congrats to Andre's vocabulary <laughs> I love you, motherfuckers. See you guys m- Monday night after the home run hitting derby.
0: Thanks to seeing <laughs> – the home run hitting contest. Thanks to seeing – thanks to Can Honeymoon Girl. Thanks to American Fireworks. Get there. <laughs> Kenichiwa, Mickey Calloway. We'll see you next time on A to Z. <laughs>